0: Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261 0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradio mornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It is 7.15, 15, minutes after 7 o'clock on a Friday morning. Michael Paul, Ted Tibbet. And he is back, Gene Valentino. Good morning, Gene.
1: With the diamonds and the rubies just a- dripping off of me and a ring on every finger of my hand.
0: <laughs> and the studio audience was happy to see you, too. They're all clapping. Uh, you, we missed <laughs> you last you. week.
1: You. Oh, I missed you, too. The shock treatments are working. I'm doing just fine. Just tolerate me. I twitch. I, have they? Me. Just tolerate have, me. I twitch a little. You're glowing under- a little
0: bit, too. <laughs> 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 have they... Un- Unscrewed the, uh, the, the, have they unscrewed your head from the wall yet? you free to move. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. I'm okay now.
0: Good, good. Now, you know, you, you did, I don't know if you want to tell us about what you did la- last week or not. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we, we missed you. I know you were somewhere in Florida, but I'm not sure where. I'm not sure what you did, but you don't have to tell us if you don't want to. We could talk about other things.
1: Well, we took, we were down in Tampa and flying around near Tampa Bay and our, amphibious aircraft which is being modified and we're taking it home to pensacola uh hopefully before labor day and um uh the, the the ted and michael show will be invited over to the hangar at the valentinos where we've made room for our studio to do future broadcasts with michael pole and ted Tibbet. and we've got um We've got an airplane hangar there that comes in off the water, so you land the plane in the water and put the landing gear down, drives up onto the wash down area, and then into the hangar, and you can sit up on that ledge and uh, pontificate and pretend we're important and uh, smoke our cigars, and uh, uh, we can do Uh, all kinds of good stuff.
0: You know I love a good cigar, and and I have smoked one with you before right there on the uh, place we're talking about. And when I grow up, I want to be just like you, Gino Valentino.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking over my shoulder to see who's prompting you to say that.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. uh, You're a good guy. There's not many of us left. Thank you for joining us this morning. You know, there's so much going on. And, you know, you and I really didn't talk about what we were going to say. Uh, But there's so many things happening. One thing that I like to talk about with you, because, of course, you're a Florida resident. You live in Pensacola. You're a former elected official down in Florida, a great friend of mine for a long time. You and I have discussed many things over the years politically. Uh, But it seems to me that recently the Biden administration, and, and in particular, the president himself, has been attacking your governor down there. Who we all look at, even over here in Mississippi, and go, "Great governor! Nothing wrong with our governor. We we like Tate Reeves, but your governor is standing up to this administration like nobody I've ever seen, and he's getting a lot of attention because of that. And it's not all good attention because the the Dems I think are concerned about this guy because he is so amazing. So." Tell us a little bit or anything you know about what's going on down in Florida. Tell us about COVID in Florida. Tell us what's ha- is, you know, what is going on. Do you have any comments on that?
1: The second the second thought first. You mentioned COVID. Yes, the tests have increased, uh, showing uh, more positives lately. But here's what's not being talked about the hundreds of thousands of people illegally coming in over the border every month down in Texas and throughout, and, there's, and the Biden administration carefully shipping them out by uh, rail, by bus, by air, to other parts of the country, Michael, including Florida. 25 to 35 percent of the masses coming in illegally are COVID positive people, and most of them are coming this way to Florida. And you're telling me there's an increase in COVID? Of course, there's an increase in COVID. There should be an increase in COVID. And and the problem is is the protection at the border. So Governor DeSantis is correct. Hey, uh, President Biden clean up your act and fix our borders first continue the border uh uh, fencing and and protections that trump had underway before you talk about whether we should be wearing masks in school with a six-year seven-year-old that is really the uh, province of the parents and the school you know there's just what part of the elephant do you eat first right now, Michael? Yeah, I am so I am so overwhelmed by uh, and, and proud of Governor DeSantis for him standing up to the president, uh, Biden, and every governor in the nation should be doing it, whether you agree or not uh, with. Um, With governor, uh, with president Biden, there has been an overreach by this president into the affairs of privacy on the individual levels throughout this nation. Um, KT McFarland, uh, who was the uh, former Trump deputy national uh, security advisor under Trump administration, uh, was referring uh, the other day about NSA's overreach on tucker carlson and his uh them spying on a uh, on a very popular nationally known conservative um uh opinion news reporter writer and they claim they were researching and, and spying on something else and that um they call it incidental collection of information. Yeah, right. But they were really going after. They were really going after Tucker Carlson to embarrass him on the national scene. It's obscene the way this government has overreached. And as we speak today, Friday, uh, August thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, no <laughs> less. Yet uh, we've got the um, we've got the capital of Afghanistan uh cabal, cabal being um uh overtaken by the taliban two-thirds of the country's being overtaken uh by the taliban and um we put our tail between our legs and now we're trying to get three thousand american soldiers back over there to help our own american embassy folks get out of the country successful what does this remind you of saigon saigon a few years ago right for those under 40 years of age, you may not remember it, but back in the six, late 60s, early 70s, when we were pulling out of um, Vietnam, uh, we had helicopters on top of roofs trying to pull our Americans out of Saigon. Uh, I do submit to you that happened over a year or two under the Nixon administration uh, uh, through a coordinated pullout with the Nixon's help with he- from Henry Kissinger. But today, this fall of uh, Cabal is happening literally uh, uh, in uh, less than thirty days. I have trouble saying that too. I think it's Kabul,
0: but I'm not uh, sure.
1: You're, okay, I'm getting it. You misspelled Kabul. K U.
0: Okay, whatever. But well, <laughs> I hear I hear people saying it different ways. But k- Kabul is uh, is the I, yeah is the way I hear most people say it. But anyway, that doesn't make a difference. It is true. And it is a preventable disaster, by the way, Gene. Uh, It's reckless the way that they have uh, moved out of Afghanistan. And even President Trump, who wanted to get out of there, and President Trump recognized, you know, something I talked about earlier, Gene, that you are uh, very familiar with is the military-industrial complex. And President Eisenhower, in his last speech, this is way back in in, in 1960. He warned us of the military industrial complex. And you know why? Because it's bipartisan, because they give money to Republicans and Democrats and they want some kind of police action going on in the world all the time so they can sell their wares. And that's something I don't think people are aware of in this country.
1: Yeah, yeah, the economic impact does have an effect on uh, the way some of these, um, Leaders in the Defense Department operate, but General Mealy and some of the others are trying to protect their job under the Biden administration now and doing what's necessary just to hold on to their job during this takeover. This is crazy. I mean, this Af- uh, the, uh, the Taliban is taking over key Afghan cities and the battle is raging on uh, over there. And what about all the Americans that died trying to defend that nation? What happens to their memory? What happens to the spirit of what they did to protect us? We don't need to be in the business of nation-building overseas any more, especially with nations that don't appreciate us anyway. But, the, but shall we turn our backs on those who died? Did they die in vain to protect this, this beautiful concept we call a democracy?
0: You know, you're exactly right. Frankly, it's humiliating what we are doing over there. You know what we should have done, Gene, or at least my opinion is we should have gone over there and exact our revenge against the people who caused us problems on 9-11. We should have. And we did uh, uh, get uh, uh, Osama bin Laden. And then when we did all that, we should have said, hey, you guys can have it. We have spent trillions of dollars in this country. And now all those trillions of dollars, you might as well have flushed them down the toilet. What could we have done in this country with those trillions of dollars? I mean, you think about that, and it is staggering.
1: You know before we try to solve the world's problems, we have to look within. Remember we've talked about it, past shows you've invited me on. Before I point the finger at you and criticize you, I'm reminded I've got at least three, maybe four fingers pointing back at me. I have to take inventory uh, of me and my own matters and my own affairs before I try to solve the world issues. Can I take a minute and just show you what I was reflecting on since we spoke last? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So we have over 72 million of us here who have memories uh, like a hamster. Have we forgotten? Have we forgotten what's happened over the last two a uh, year and a half in particular? Do you remember when the former Democrats uh, uh, and the Women's March—they—they will—I hate to use the term, but they—they they were called vagina hats. Yeah. And do you remember the yeah. a-hole thing that remember that woman who's saying that she wants to blow up the White House the day yeah, after Madonna. the inauguration? Do you remember all the Democrats that opposed the inauguration and stayed home in total disrespect of this country? Yeah. Do you remember the four years of attacks and impeachments on President Trump? And how about the constant "not my president" and this resistance from? Maxine Waters telling her followers to harass and assault us in restaurants and anywhere they could. It was obscene what they were doing. Um, uh, the president, uh, Trump's assistants and uh, uh, uh aides being um, harassed in restaurants and being run out of restaurants while they're trying to eat dinner. Um, other Trump supporters being physically attacked. um You remember the gas prices uh, a year and a half, two years ago, and it's something under a dollar eighty a gallon. Now over what? Three dollars and twenty cents a gallon?
0: It's ridiculous. And and then on top of that, Gene, like, if I could just insert something here, then you got this guy, President Biden, who has the kahunas to say, OPEC, how about turning the spigot on? Oh, because I have made it so hard for people to get oil here in the United States that we'd like for you to help us out.
1: How about what you just said being a direct consequence of the embarrassment he's trying to protect his family from, including his son. Hunter with all those perverse and obscene videos. How about uh, that being something called blackmail by Russia to allow the, uh, uh, the, and Russia looking for some um, reciprocity? Hey, I'll keep this information sealed and undercover if you um, open up that gas line for us and shut yours down in the United States. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. How about that, correct How about Robert? How about Robert De Niro yelling? F Trump at a Tony's um, event on national television and getting a standing ovation. How about Nancy Pelosi tearing up the State of the Union message when President Trump was trying to give it? I mean, this this is an, a complete. No one in uh, when when Obama was in office, no one showed such disrespect. I didn't vote for Obama, but I didn't dis- disrespect him uh, with uh, and show uh, resistance the way they did toward Trump. And now uh, Biden steps up with his hands up in the air. Let's all be friends and work together. Hey, uh, <laughs> if, if, if a wife has been beaten by her abusive husband uh, for 10 years, all of a sudden he comes home one night and says, let's be friends. Uh, it'd be easier to be going in fourth gear down the highway and slamming the transmission in the reverse. Yeah.
0: Gene, we're out of time. That's the music. I always appreciate your view, and thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. We'll see you again next week. Look forward to it, and thanks for having me.
1: Looking out for love in the night so still.